I got a call that a person had died from the funeral home, and they were looking for a Catholic funeral. I had no idea who the person was. They weren't part of the parish. And on further information, I found out they had just moved down to Lynchburg, Virginia. I was the pastor at St. Thomas More. So they moved down from up north, a couple, and he had a heart attack and died. They were not in Lynchburg very long. They had a son and a daughter in other parts of the country. And so the scheduling for the funeral was going to take place in the earliest, as well as the latest we could do, was right before Christmas. The funeral was going to be on December 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. What is your life like on the 23rd of December? What is your focus like? What is the level of activity? What are all the concerns that you have in your own world at that time? We were going to have a funeral for this man with his wife, a daughter, and son. Myself and three people. Well, that was not going to happen. And immediately I called members of the parish council. And I said, hey, we have this situation. Can we do something about it? Can we support this family somehow? And of course, this was also years ago, so people thought differently too. They weren't friends of anybody. They weren't known to anybody. They weren't the regulars. They were, by all stretch of the imagination, outsiders. They just moved into the area. No one had any kind of social or communal ties to them. Well, after a couple phone calls, I got readers, I got the music crew, we had the reception all set away, and we had about 40 people in the congregation. And on the day before Christmas Eve, the community gathered, and needless to say, wife, the widow, and her two children, adult children, were blown away. What blew me away was the conversation among the members of the parish council. As one said to me very clearly, and I was never so proud, and he says to me, you know, Father, if we cannot celebrate the resurrection the right way, Christmas is meaningless. If you can't celebrate the resurrection the right way, Christmas is meaningless. How true those words are. And as we came together, not because we were feeling sorry, and not because we didn't want them to have a little funeral, and all those emotional kinds of ties that you would think at Christmas time, oh, let's help those people. There was nothing like that. There was a boldness and a clarity that God is alive and we need to celebrate it. And in the face of death, we need to be people of hope. 
and we're going to do it, and we're going to stop what we're doing ready for Christmas so that we can proclaim what it is we believe about Jesus Christ, what it is we believe about the triumph of God's death in resurrection, and ultimately what we believe about ourselves. They weren't strangers. They were baptized in the same water of baptism. They were our body. They were connected to us as the body of Christ, our brothers and sisters. Just because we didn't know their name, just because we've never seen their face, we still belong to them, and they belong to us around this altar. And as we brought his body in, and as we celebrated afterwards a great reception, everyone who gathered at that funeral was changed. And it was the funeral we all talked about for many, many, many years. We gather this night to celebrate the great triumph of Jesus. As we've been talking about all week, from Palm Sunday all the way through to last night, God is saying, I know you. I know your fickleness, your, inf and your infidelity. I know your sinfulness, and I know your fears. Bring them to me. And in our own viciousness, we really stuck the problems of our lives onto Jesus. And we killed him last night. And we put him in the ground, thinking that would be it. Tonight we gather to now understand the response that God has brought to us. For as we hung him on that cross... God's final word was not judgment and condemnation on us. You did this to me, now I'm going to get you back the way we think. But rather, he says to us, put me in the tomb, but watch what happens. I will not stay there. To see the empty tomb of all things, that death is the final reality. Once you die, that's it. To see the empty tomb is a huge sign that we cannot keep God in death. That God transcends death, is transforming everything in his life. There is no death in God. A lot of times... It's hard for us to understand Easter until we also understand the tragic side of our own humanity. I always do feel sorry for people sometimes coming to, to Easter morning Mass. And you see all the rat race. Oh, we got, got, got the Easter Mass. Got, got the Easter Mass. Oh, he's resurrected. And you go, okay, fine. That was a fast Mass. Thank you, Father. And you go, did we miss something? Because they've never been in touch with the brokenness of humanity and our own suffering. I think about Maria, who we just buried last week. We met Doris. Think about my mom. Today's her anniversary day for her death. And in one way, we can personalize it because we are in touch with death in our own lives. But the resurrection of Jesus is not about making us personally feel good. 
and, and feeling some consolation, that's there. But the resurrection of Jesus is about God's response to the world. That you are my people. And nothing, nothing can keep me from loving you. Not even your own sin. Sometimes I don't understand how we can on one side talk about the resurrection of Jesus and then have hearts filled with so much fear and anger. The two don't fit together, you know that. They really don't. Either we don't trust this resurrection to be true, or we do not believe God is bigger than all those things we are fearful about. The challenge for us as followers of Jesus is to understand that dynamic. The tomb is empty. I don't care what you're afraid of right now. I don't care what you dread right now. I don't care what scares you. We can't lose. We can't lose. When ultimately, our God is life. I'll be concerned at times. But I never doubt. I cannot see the future, but I know the reality. That in Christ Jesus, in God's love, the promise of eternal life is for us all. Let us rejoice and be glad.